0: This is Cultural Theories and Misunderstandings of a Madman. I am Samuel Kilhall and Hallball. Welcome to the cast. Hello, my buddies. Hello, my viewers. All two of you. I went from eight to three to two. (laughs) Hopefully you two stay with me. I had four listeners last month. That was nice. Ugh. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, if only I can think of or get out of my ADD uh, procrastination and actually hire an editor, maybe I would actually be able to actually uh, do stuff. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the last episode. Um, the ones that for the two people who are actually for the everybody that will eventually listen and everything. I hope you liked it. I don't get to talk to my sister anymore, or hardly enough. And uh, I got to talk to her uh, this past Sunday a little bit. We uh, were voice chat whenever it was uh, Ivan's birthday, baby brothers, and uh, <laughs> we went to uh, we went to his his place uh, and celebrated him and his fiance have gotten into um, making homemade ice cream. Their newest batch was a cinnamon toast crunch uh, ice cream. What they did was they uh, left some cinnamon toast crunch and some uh, milk and um, let it sit for overnight, strained strained the the, the concoction, and then added the normal batter mix uh, or liquid mix for an ice cream and then just let it go for a long time until it was the correct consistency. I had two scoops of it. That was very rich and had a peculiar aftertaste in the sense of it tasting exactly like um, uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch except without the crunch. And and not the sogginess that you would get from a Cinnamon, cinnamon Toast Crunch either. Just the flavor profile. It's very over, overwhelmingly like, what? And they've done Fruity Pebbles, they've done Cookies and Cream, they've done like a uh, Dr. Peppers uh, one, they've done a, um, a Pink Lemonade one, uh, uh, what uh, I've tried their Cookies and Cream one, it was pretty good, I've tried their Fruity Pebbles one, That was that was the weirdest flavor oh my gosh, that, that was that was one of the things I was like, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah! Same here! <laughs> it's basically you getting all the flavors at once like you would would whenever you take a spoonful of fruity pebbles or a handful of fruity pebbles out of, straight out of the box or straight out of the bowl whenever you, get, when you put syrup milk in it. It's that kind of flavor probably, except more compact into one bite that it's like it's like a mix of flavors that it's like okay oh it's just one flavor nope all of a sudden one after another your your taste buds are going for a loop because all of a sudden you're like what how the fuck am I getting all the <laughs> and he's like yeah crazy ain't it <laughs> and he says that extra flavor you're playing that's the marshmallows because they got the version with marshmallows in it. And I'm like, wow, I did not expect that. And um, and then they had the, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, it was like a peach lemonade soda. It turned out to turned out to like a little bit of like a sherbet sh- 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 kind of flavoring uh, flavor profile. That was good. Um, they they didn't have any more uh, Dr Pepper one. They already ate all that. Um, I forgot what the other flavor was. Let's see are, cinnamon crunch, pebbles, big lemonade. Cookies and cream, fruity pebbles, and cinnamon Toast Crunch. Ink Lemonade? Ink Lemonade, Toast Crunch, fruity pebbles, and cream. Yeah, they only had four homemade that had a straight regular vanilla. Mm-hmm. And, uh,. And they've decorated their house, their their apartment, very nicely, very cozily. They only have one issue with the entire place, or two issues, really. One, they're in, okay, in in your normal house, in your normal house, you have a door, say like going to the bathroom, where would the lock usually be at? Where the on the side where the toilet's at, right? It's on the opposite side for this apartment. Where the lock is on the opposite side of the door. (laughs) It's on the outside of the bathroom. (laughs) For at least three of the doors. It's like that. It's for the master bedroom, it's for the bathroom. And uh, I think it's the closet. The closet doesn't close all the way because it gets—it's literally slightly off kilter to the sent to the extent they have to make sure they don't close it all the way. Because if they close it all the way, <laughs> there's going to be curse words and a fight going off because of the stupid door, <laughs> because of the closet door for the broom closet. I thought that was funny. Um, And then the other problem they have is the uh, kitchen counter has has, is like a little island almost on top. Well, the corner area is extremely sharp vinyl, and if you don't, if you accidentally ram into it or rub against the wrong way, it's an ouch. I, I, I caught a teeny bit of it and it's like, ow. And he's like, yeah, that, that hurts. Because <laughs> he's done it before. <laughs> and, uh... I almost think he should put some kind of duct tape or extra padding there or something because everybody gets hurt on it. I don't know what he's going to do with it. Anyway, he's got the computer set up really nice and neat. Uh, his fiance's got... Uh, his fiance Jill has got a, a new computer desk uh, chair, and it, it looks all it looks nice. Uh, we played some board games. That uh, that was not that, that was fun. Um, we went to a sports uh, sports bar restaurant, and that was nice until my dad accidentally knocked his drink over near the end of the end of the meal. <laughs> Um, other, than, other than that, that was pretty nice. The whole thing was a nice exchange. VVO called my sister uh, from Arizona, uh, and uh, we and uh, we talked and stuff. And I was like, "Did you did you get did you give him the presents?" Like, nah, I forgot to give him my present. I literally had it on. I literally had it in my hand to go out the door I set it down and I completely forgot about it (laughs) Simeon on the other hand completely forgot that he was supposed to give a board game to Ivan from Arizona because Anna forgot to give it to him while he was still when she was still in North Carolina (laughs) and I was like so no one got me presents for my birthday (laughs) mom gave him a birthday card it was nice. And uh, uh that was all all nice and everything. <laughs> Is the King of Dreams from Neil Gaiman's The Sandman. I am watching that series right now. I'm on like episode three, episode four. I think it's four or five. It's whichever one is the one that's going to hell. Like he just got the sand back and now he's gonna go grab his helm, which is in hell. Uh, let's see. Uh, so far, I really like it. I haven't read the comics. I've seen panels and stuff. And i heard great stories about it. And... oh fuck I need to finish Bad Omens uh, which is also a no gaming uh, story which is on Amazon Prime though uh, I need to finish that because I started I started it with like the first first second episode I think I never, I never finished it. I need to finish that, and I sort of want to catch up on Doctor Who, uh, but I haven't bothered to do anything with it. I sort of want to go back and fully rewatch all of Stargate uh, SG One, and like from the very first season all the way through. I want to do that again. I started the process and then immediately sort of stopped after like a couple first couple episodes. It was like I heard I remember all this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop right now. And I need to catch up with uh, Devil's Part Timer, uh, second season. I really need to watch all of that. I need to catch up with the newest season. It's wrong pick, is it wrong to pick up girls in a in, a, uh, in a dungeon Demacia, I think it's what it's called I, I think um, uh, I really want to watch um, the Netflix uh, picked up show for uh, uh, Mon- Uncle Isekai I want to start watching that because I I read like the first two or three no I read like the first five chapters I think and I'm like I'm liking this I'm going to stop where it is because it got announced they're getting an anime application I want to see the visuals of how 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 they're going to play this so and I've seen like two clips and one screenshot of it and I'm like this looks pretty in the sense of the actual art style that was from the book. So I, 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 I'm looking forward to it. Um, I am stirring a lot. I'm still reading some, a lot of manga. I'm just finally catching up with some of it. Not all of it, but some of it. And I've taken off the ones that I was just like, I, I just can't get through this either the characters t- just too stupid or the story just got to a point that was like ah. or or something like that. I got like three or four stories. I okay, got right? like five, six stories really that that um that they're like I've caught up on them like to the full extent but I I've put them off to enough to now that <laughs> they. it's just gotten to a point to where it's just like, uh-oh, I am like a hundred chapters behind now. Whoops. And i am also got re, re-listened to somebody talking about this one manga uh, about an elf and the aftermath of the demon lord and stuff and just her story about her and her friends and time skips and stuff that's what I heard it's about I haven't fully looked into it I got it up on my list I haven't started reading it yet but I have heard good things about it but it's gonna, I know just for hearing the description of what it's about that's gonna make me cry, and I don't want to cry really right now. It's going to, i know it's gonna make me cry, and I know it's gonna be a beautiful story. I just don't really want to cry, but yeah. Oh, the one I told you guys about with the uh, Zarin jumping gears again. Uh, the one I told you guys about that uh, manga that the guy, that the adventure guy who is. Uh, who went to live in the countryside with the 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 town of flowers and is getting married and stuff Uh, to the to the 19 year old girl that uh, was only like two years difference really or two or three years difference from him um Like they they re- fell in love first sight, blah blah blah. It's medieval times, so don't worry about it. Uh, it's all consent. Uh, they finally had their wedding. Their wedding episode chapter, uh, they uh, finally came out of like, yay, the wedding! It looked beautiful. It was the whole thing was beautiful. The the wine, the girl that's that this the older sister for the family that, that does the vineyard stuff. Is finally, finally acknowledging her own fucking feelings instead of being a fucking tsundere to the woodcutter, to the woodworker guy who does the furniture and cabinetry and stuff. He's finally, she's finally starting to finally get acknowledge her fucking feelings. She's finally acknowledging it. Finally. give it. She was drunk or tipsy, but she's finally acknowledging it. Finally! I sort of don't want this to be animated, ad, ad, animated. I really don't because of the way they treated um, my isekai life that's what I'm going to call it uh, because they followed it all well and good like like all the way through the manga version of it like story be wise um, all the way up to the last two episodes from it for it and they mainly lost they ran out of fucking budget is what happened. I don't know if that's the actual story but it's very fucking clear that they fucking, fucking ran out of budget for the last two episodes, or at least the last, at least episode eleven and 10, twelve. They really ran out of fucking uh, budget on it. They clearly ran out of budget on it because the quote main bad guy, he's not actually supposed to be the bad guy that he's supposed to fight there, and he just. It's annihilated. The whole battle scene was like. Eh. Kind of. Uh, epic at the same time. They just wanted. Because they ran out budget. They just re a bunch of scenes. And just redubbed it a teeny bit here and there. With writing scenes. And they didn't even really match. They. They bother matching lip flaps they just put s- s- like semi still images in the sense that they were s- moving a little bit but yet they were still quote talking or whatever and, and just rehashing of what happened in the previous episodes but yet they're <sighs> just fucking damn it I wish they didn't watch uh, it oh well the rest of the story they're going to use for the second season, but it looks like they're, it's either not going to get a second season and if it is getting a second season it's going to be it's going to be semi-mute for it too and they're only going to go to a certain extent and they're not even going to show the actual fun stuff that's going to happen next because right now I'm already caught up I'm current in that manga and I haven't gone back and read, read it Reread it yet. <sighs> Like I'm doing with uh, uh, Black Summoner and uh, uh, Harem, Isekai Got Harem, which is the today's episode. I haven't seen yet, and uh, so far things are going pretty well. The only thing I'm I'm really hating, like I think I already discussed with you guys, is that they of what they did in episode 2 and what they did with what they did with episode 2 and what they did with um uh, I forgot what it was already episode 2 on that and and the opening scenes opening credit scene they had to put extra girls in there when there was only there's only two girls that's ever gonna be in that entire damn show for the first two seasons total. And but no they wanted to put the extra girls in there because they think they need them and they don't need them because they're not even in there at all. And we're in like chapter Sixty, up to eighty, or something like that. On just the eighth volume of the light novel, and they haven't even bothered to show up. The other girls haven't even bothered to show up yet. But yet, no, they want to force feed include them when they're not even going to show up at all. This absolutely pandering and stupid of of this studio to do that. Oh, well. I'll talk to you guys later. Character idea. Now. Just characteristics. Middle-aged guy. Mm. Olden temperament in the sense he's got a lot of patience. And smokes, but doesn't smoke in the sense that he carries around with him a not necessarily a vial but it's a cinnamon sticks, so of do except. The character is more savant or charming or uh, not sneaky is not it's not the right word, but he has them on him. And he treats them like cigarettes or a cigar. And a not pompous, but very regal kind of manner in the sense of his motions and mannerisms towards him and every once in a while he does have a smoke of something that's in his pocket and it could be a cinnamon stick or it could be something else it could be a weed or a cigar or a cigarette or even an e. Cigarette. Of course, all these have no effect on him, but his most favorite is the cinnamon, in the sense that for some reason it gets him higher, it gets him high or more buzzed than the other normal substances that would usually take place. Also, he has different styles. One of his styles isn't the trench coat and a fedora. Sort of like an Indiana Jones kind of deal when he's dealing with heavy rain when he's walking out. And he always keeps things in his pockets. ...especially his jacket pockets and all this other stuff. Whenever it's like a nice cooler... ...cooler... ...hot weather... ...he always... ...has something in his pockets... ...that's... ...almost akin to a multi-tool... ...but it's not actually a multi-tool. It's... ...something of his own creation. Almost... It can be a multitude of things, whatever he thinks is going to be happening that day. And if he has a watch on his wrist, or something on his fingers, like a ring of sorts, or something, he usually takes extra care to make sure they're off on him at all times, unless... He's just going out just to have some fun or he knows they're going to be covered unless he's going to a party or of some kind. To meet up with some associates or some colleagues or possibly a friend or two. But other than that, he stays in his house or apartment. Whichever one he decides to stay at it for that night. He is a rich man. But not. In a normal way. He has his investments and his. And his own other business. But he does not flaunt it in any shape or way. And he always is an interesting man. And he treats any caffeine like a regular alcohol. But any alcohol, he treats it like a soda. Or any other kind of bubbly beverage. He likes fruit and he always tries to keep a stash of some kind of citrus or some kind of hard fruit nothing too mushy and he loves the cook for himself or whoever might be coming over he likes to bake not sweets but bread not really bread southern bread and He is in our collection of hats and coats and different variations of pocket things that are assorted throughout his entire places that he has. This is one of the main characters of my entire series I haven't given him a name yet because he's technically a background character but he's also the main character in the sense of movers and shakers or in the sense that he's gained favor for both gods of that world into the sense that he's a lonely man and he's mainly looking for some kind of companionship either that be love lust or just camaraderie But the majority of the time, he keeps to himself and tries not to stand out. But in this way he does, in the time and era he's in, he's technically standing out because hardly nobody dresses like him. Except for some niches that love the old films. And I mean old, vintage films. Of what we would call classics now. Back then, uh, uh, in the future, it would be more considered ancient films. But... He also keeps the styles in mind of what's going on around him. In the sense that whatever the semi-youngsters have going on, he always has some kind of design that's a pattern design on his jackets. Just to... Make it look like. He's still fitting in. So he has a bunch of different. Quote camouflage jackets. And he has. Some preset styles. That he loves. That he goes out. Out once in a while in. But the majority of them. Are. Semi holographic. In the sense that. People. Or onlookers... Or even people who accidentally bump into him... Won't even notice... That it's it's not even... Fabric... That he's wearing... That it's not fabric... Meaning... It's still technically fabric... But it looks... And feels like regular fabric... And he always... Has... Zipped pockets... Meaning... No matter which pocket he has On him He always has the zippers To where they're slightly invisible To where it looks like they're always Open Or regular like that But it's actually zipped And he's very Watchful Or perspective Or people watching In the sense that He would always Take a close eye In the sense of What's going on around him And Half the time When he's walking around Driving around, he is looking for certain people. Either that be that could be either the dealers, the suppliers. The dealers, the suppliers, the random vagabond or what not in the down straight- straight- straight streets, in the sense of just people homeless. Or just plain nuts, because of what he always keeps in his jacket, is always a steady supply, not drugs, more what he consumes, yes, but he usually keeps on him an abundant supply that always seems to stay fresh no matter what and no matter situation and it's always a want to say protein bar like the thick cliff bars or thick blocks of energy bars kind of thing that that Thick and heavy. But the thing is, if you ever take a bite out of it yourself, you don't get the heavy and viscous and sometimes unpleasant taste to these. They always taste light, slightly crunchy. But solid with always a hint of aftertaste after every bite in the sense that you're missing a flavor or you can't place the flavor but it's always nagging at you like you want more And he always hands these out to only the ones that he deems could need the help. Or at least has not eaten that entire day. And he's come to be known in the slums and the rest of that community to be the watchdog or the lone wolf or the guardian angel or the reaper many different names or just the guy with the hat or the guy with the jacket but his personal moniker that he likes to go by is by the hall monitor and by the hall monitor he goes up and down these alleys and streets and all this stuff and he usually takes special care to make sure every time he sees a situation that's about to get rough either in his Towards him or around him He immediately takes the initiative To just stroll, stroll on over to the situation And even if it gets out of hand He always calmly at the end of the encounter Grabs one of the sticks and lights it and just takes a deep breath in and out sometimes blowing a perfect ring towards whoever or whatever depending on what cheeky mood he's in Or what mood they put him in And in this manner He always Seems to have a bright smile on his face With a treasure grin But it's always a smirk On his resting face In the sense that he seems joy And happiness in his life Just doing what he does But other than that He just stays there. He just walks in and out, or drives in and out of the area. Everybody in that area knows his car. Everybody knows him. But no one dares ask. Who is he? What is he? Why is he there? Or how did he even get there in the first place? He's always like a silent ninja sometimes to people. Because they're never or half the time paying attention to their surroundings. He takes... Hair in his words and the sense to say only certain things. He's not a man of many words. But if he hears a conversation, he doesn't take he doesn't miss the opportunity to comment a profound sentence, word, or phrase depending on what the mood is of the context of the conversation even though he's not even in it he finds pleasure in baffling those around him sometimes but in his private circle through his colleagues and his associates when he's behind closed doors And he, can, and he finally relaxes of If he's in his own house Or own home He talks up a storm And rants and rants and rants and rants Into a recorder But it's always recording Even if he's not home So he always stops it When he gets in the house And then Start Writes down the date and time That he stopped it Then Starts a new one And while it's picking up Everybody in the houses, the house area He always loves the analog Method Of stuff Not too much of the digital And he loves ranting about various topics Even sometimes if he's not fully knowledgeable about them. And if someone corrects him, he doesn't hesitate to want to learn about the topic that he misspoke about. And he just stays silent and nodding and slightly agreeing, allowing the other person to just ramble on and on and on and on. Just so he can get some knowledge. His musical tastes are eclectic in the sense that it's varied wildly wildly. But like the two gods that I mentioned in the previous podcasts, he takes extra special care to Never, ever, slow down a song, because his houses, houses, plural, that means also could be apartments at the same time, are always considered holy ground for one, if not both gods. So he takes extra special care to always make sure that... At least that kind of music is never played whatsoever. After that, he just gets ready for bed. If he has no one at home with him. And depending on which place he stays at. He just showers and washes. Puts his pajamas on. Crawls under the cold sheets, snuggles up and just listens to what's going on around him. Usually it's some kind of fans blowing around or the hum, slow hum or buzz of the streets. After that, he says some quick prayers and then goes to sleep. And that's his day. And that's the day and the character of the hallmark.